The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. It's nice to see everybody. I recognize some old-timers that I haven't seen in a while, and I'm sure many of you are pretty new. And uh, it's always the case with these introduction to mindfulness meditation classes. Some people have been practicing for 10, 20 years, and other people just heard about meditation and somehow decided, maybe I should check it out. But one of the really astounding things as human beings, I mean really I think it's truly astounding even though it might not initially seem that way to you, but maybe over the weeks it will. But here we are, we're human beings presumably. We have this heart or mind, you know, in Buddhism we don't really distinguish between those two words like we do in English. Chitta is the Pali word for, could be translated as heart or mind. But we have this knowing, feeling capacity as a human being. And as we lived our lives, you know, for a long time, many of us, just imagine how much actual time we've spent being interested directly, immediately interested in noticing, observing, paying attention to the heart, to the mind. Here it is, the mind is doing what the mind does, the heart is doing what the heart does. But the when we reflect, honestly reflect how much curiosity we've had about our mind, about our heart, it's surprisingly limited. And yet, clearly, the fact that there is a mind, there is a heart, and its nature is relevant. <laughs> it's so relevant to being a human being. And yet, we've been so strangely incurious about it. That is truly amazing. And hopefully, this class, these six weeks we'll have together on Tuesday night, it will be our chance together, and then when you're practicing at home, you know, when we're not meeting together, in little spontaneous moments through the day, and then hopefully you'll put aside some time every day for what we might call more formal practice, where you've shut your cell phone off, you've told the people you live with to leave you alone for a little bit, you've convinced your dog or cat to be in the other room, and you've got that relatively secluded space, secluded from your duties and responsibilities to more specifically and with fewer interruptions to notice, oh my God, there is a mind here, there is a heart here, and observe it. So in a funny way where mindfulness practice or just more generally the Buddha's teachings on using awareness using the knowing mind to see what we haven't seen about our experience and about the nature of the mind, the nature of the heart itself. We're stabilizing present moment awareness so it can be used to observe the nature of the mind. And then we start to live, not from a place of ignorance, but from a place of knowing, starting over time, learning a thing or two about the nature of the mind. 
the nature of experience, the nature of the heart, how could we possibly expect to be a skillful human being, a wise and compassionate human being, if we don't have a clue about the nature of our own mind? And of course, essentially, the nature of my mind is not different than the nature of your mind. It really helps us navigate our human life, getting to know the mind. So let's just do a simple exercise at the beginning. And already, it doesn't matter if you're new to meditation, we have a lot of baggage, a lot of ideas of what meditation is. So even now when I say we're going to do a little exercise, you might notice, oh, oh yeah, if we're going to meditate, i got to sit this way, or i got to do this with my mind. So just be aware of all that kind of pre-programming you might have about what we're doing. So we're just here. You don't have to change your posture. And you can have your eyes open or closed. But just notice now what the mind is aware of. What is the mind knowing right now? And you might be like a deer in headlights and panic, and then you can know that that's what the mind is knowing. It's knowing the experience of self-consciousness or panic or whatever it is you're knowing. And whatever you're knowing now, whatever the mind, the heart is feeling, the mind is knowing, can you leave it alone? Can you just let it be? Can you know now, so now we're directing the attention, can you know the sensations relatively subtle at the top of the head? So if you have a lot of hair, you might feel some weight of the hair. If you don't have any hair at the top of your head, you might feel the temperature of the air that's making contact. You might feel some pressure under the skull, or quality of vibration. Can you feel the ears just as they are? And you don't need to get tight. There's no tension required. It's more about opening to the ears. Maybe they're a little warm, maybe they're a little cool. Can you feel sensations at the brow, the forehead? Can you let them be, these sensations? The temples. Feel the jaw, the muscles of the jaw. Sense the wetness of the mouth. the jaw, the teeth, the lips. Are the lips open or closed, dry or wet? And for a few more seconds, just feeling the entire head and face together. Let this be really simple. We're not trying to make any particular experience, but simply noticing that there are these sensations of the head and face here. 
And now we're noticing that they're being known. So in a sense, if we languaged it, we'd say, the mind is aware of the sensations throughout the head. And we can just gracefully move down the body, taking a few moments and simply opening, receiving the different sensations in the throat. And some may be unpleasant, some may be neutral, some might be pleasant, but we're not judging the sensations, we're just noticing the throat feels like this now. And then the sides of the neck, just as they are. And the back of the neck. And really the very heart of the Buddha's mindfulness practice is being both intimate and also free of grasping, free of any agenda. So we can try that out with the neck now, just intimate, clearly aware, but letting the different sensations that we're aware of, letting that be the way that it is. And how about down into the tops of the shoulders and shoulder joints, intimate and letting things be. And how about down both arms, so perhaps feel the blouse, the shirt, making contact with the skin of the biceps, feel the underarms, feel the sensations of the bend of the elbows, feel the air maybe touching the back of the hands, notice the different places of contact hands where they're touching, arms where they're touching. So again, just this very beautiful, simple training of being intimate with the arms and hands, and at the same time just allowing the sensations to be, to come and go, non-grasping we call it, or non-attachment. And initially it might seem paradoxical to be intimate, usually goes along with being having an agenda, but how about being aware, being alert, being intimate, but without any agenda with the arms and hands? Instead, just letting things be. And opening now to the upper chest, upper back, collarbones, shoulder blades. Feel the structure of the rib cage, maybe gently expanding and contracting here in the chest and upper back. 
Feel the breastbone, the lower ribs, solar plexus, kidneys. So the upper half of the torso. And you notice the thing about mindfulness, it's, it really has a generous quality, a generous awareness, really fully showing up, in this case, to the upper torso, just as it is, no agenda. And let the awareness then sink further down into the lower half, so the belly and the lower back, including the structure of the pelvis and the sits bones. And again, just that simple practice, learning how to be both intimate and allowing these sensations to be what they are. Even if there's some tension We give that permission to be the way it is. So from the hip sockets there, begin to feel both thighs. Again, notice the obvious touch points. And then feeling the bend of the knees, whatever that's like. The shins, the calves, Feel down through both ankles, down to the heels. And the sides and tops of the feet. Bottoms of the feet. And the toes. We'll take a few more moments as we learn how to be intimate, learn how to be aware of the sensations in the legs and feet, and just allowing everything to be the way it is, not needing the legs and feet to be different. And then the whole body together now, And this is an interesting thing about mindful awareness. The object can be very specific or the object can be very inclusive, like now the entirety of the whole body. We're not favoring any sensation over another. Everything belongs intimate with the whole body and letting it be. And another very important thing to notice as we're mindful of the whole body, 
Notice the particular effort you need to be aware, to be intimate with the whole body. It's not a tight kind of effort. It's more just the effort to remember there are these sensations now coming and going. This flow of sensation is the body. So the effort is just this more refined effort of keeping it in mind or not forgetting the body. It's not that much work to be aware of the body here in the present moment. Now here's an interesting question before we end just sitting here where the body is there a way to stop being aware just check an off button We want to notice that this reflective awareness, this mirror-like awareness, what we call mindful awareness, is a natural capacity of the mind. We might imagine that I have to be mindful, but it's much more I'm recognizing that there is mindfulness, there is this reflective knowing, oh, it's like this now. Sitting, the sensations of the sitting body are like this. This talk, like all programs at Common Ground, is offered freely in the spirit of generosity. To learn more about Common Ground and its programs, or if you would like to donate, please visit our website, www.commongroundmeditation.org.